Week two, Aaron. Week two. Yep. Halfway through. Oh. Okay, that's enough of that. Hello, everybody. We also have other music, too. So the first music plays, and then you're all treated to a little bit of spooky, spooky, scary skeletons. So you get two spooky songs to start the, the episode. <laughs> Welcome to episode 73 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Jack-O-Lantern Lacey. Joined again today, as always, by Aaron. <laughs> I should have thought this through. I was going to make up new ones. I was going to make up new ones, but I'm going to go with the, the standby, Aaron Halloween Han. It, I, it's unacceptable. Well, it's too late. And uh, David Boo Becker. <laughs> he doesn't get a new one because he's not here with us this week. I didn't get a new one either. Well, that's because so. I'm lazy. <laughs> Those are two different things. All right, let's just calm down. <laughs> uh, no, David, he's not with us this week. He's off. He's off. Uh, not vacation, but he's away. So he, he just was like, hey, you guys do the podcast. I didn't want to hear spooky, scary skeletons again. <laughs> David just doesn't show up for the rest of the October episodes. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> I'm keeping it. See, Aaron, this is my problem with last week. I think, you know, it was a good episode, a lot better than it seemed like it was at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd i be remiss if I didn't continue playing Spooky Scary Skeletons throughout the entire podcast. Just a little keep you on your toes. I do it once. And I said, I'm going to do it when the mood feels right. And, you know, I think the mood felt right several times in that podcast. And I, I dropped the ball. So I'm not going to do that again this week. The ball will not be dropped. Uh, good. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Well, we have a great show for you all today. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of bad movie of the week. Aaron and I, we've watched a movie that... You'll hear about it. It's uh, might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. But it just it just hits so close to home. Yeah, well, that's that's we're hint, we're giving them enough hints, Aaron. <laughs> All right, we don't need extra hints. Um, your hint was just that it's a boy. terrible movie. Well, that's yeah. I guess that's every bad movie of the week. Um. So we're also going to be talking about the biggest upcoming movies of the week week that I think we've ever done, <laughs> ever. I think the one week that Ouija, Norwegia, and Boo Medea Halloween, that had a lot too, but uh, I don't know. I didn't count. I didn't go back in time. I have all the notes in my phone. I was too lazy to look at them. Seems to be a recurring theme. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but of course, this is our second Halloween-themed episode. Uh, so we're going to talk about more Halloween things, more spooky things. This is a, a topic we kind of discussed like 30 episodes back, but we're bringing it back a little bit, all right? We were all kids at one point in our lives. Are you, are you waiting for confirmation? 
Yes. Okay. Just don't just say yes. Uh, yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, so all of us were scared. Things. So I thought we'd talk a little bit more about movies that traumatized us as children. I didn't already say that, did I? No. Okay. I think I did, but that's all right. Aaron, would you like to yes. go first? You're the Mr. Yes. Horror guy over there. So I am. But I'm going to I'm going to start us off with something that's not horror, but in fact is a sci-fi film from when I was a kid. And that is I don't remember what year this came out, but I think it was late 1990s. Okay. The Lost in Space movie that they made. Okay. Never seen are you, it. Are you, are you aware of this film? I'm aware of it. I've never seen it. So it's a terrible movie. Right. Filled with many terrible actors. One of, one of the people from Friends is in it. I forget which one. Oh, no. I do know of this movie a lot more than I think. It's, uh, it's Joey. Right. And at some point in this film... I only remember vague details. It was like we had it on VHS because like my, my brother like helped out this elderly woman like cleaning out her attic or something like that or helping with a garage or something. And then she's like, oh, you can take a bunch of this stuff home with you after that. And so he came home with a box of like Lost in Space memorabilia. <laughs> what? Like all of it was just from Lost in what? Space. <laughs> she was just a huge Lost in Space fan. I, I guess so. So we had the VHS of this. Okay. And I don't remember the plot too well, but there's at some point they like come across this ship that was like destroyed by these spider creatures or something. And then we get to this point towards the end of the film where I think it's Gary Oldman. He plays like the evil scientist that's on board the spaceship. Mm. At some point he gets like fused with one of these spider creatures. So it's Gary Oldman playing like this evil genius with giant spider legs. And that did it. That did it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's an ungodly creature that doesn't need to exist. <laughs> so I can understand where you're coming from on J- that one a little bit. Just like the movie itself. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Um, believe it or not, my first pick is from a sci-fi movie as well. Around the same time. A little, well, what year did that come out? end of the 90s late 90s all right 1999 even so like it it's the end of the 90s (laughs) so this is a little movie called star wars the phantom menace (laughs) this was almost one of my picks okay now most kids would probably say darth maul Darth Maul's real scary. He's got the yes. horns on his head. He's got the scary face paint. That's he's why I did not see it in theaters with my family. Yeah, because they yeah. thought you would be too scared, or you were too scared. You're no, because like, I, I was too go. scared, based on the trailers. <laughs> how, how old you would have been? Three then. Yes. <laughs> You're like, well, this Maul guy. I'm I'm not feeling it. No, I did go and see this movie <laughs> in theaters. And it wasn't Darth Maul. Apparently, I was fine with Darth Maul. I was like, yeah, whatever. He's like Darth Vader. I get it. <laughs> it was 
the fish creatures. It's there's always the it's the it's all there's always a bigger fish scene. Right. That spooked me as a kid, and I don't remember being scared by this. But I was asking my family today. I was like, "Hey, what really scared me when I was a kid?" Like, and she was like, "My mom was like, hey, yeah, there was." Like a Star Wars movie. I'm like, oh, two. I remember being scared by, like, the creatures and two, the monsters. Oh, and the Coliseum. Coliseum, yeah. That scared me a lot. And then she's like, no, no, no. The first one. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Darth Maul. No, no, no. It was the fish creatures. And then when she said that, like, this fear came rushing back into me that I forgot. Like, I've seen that movie several times since then, but I just only now remembered that I was afraid of those, and I got afraid of them again. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to. It's the big one that comes and eats the electric one. Right, it's too right. too much. It's too much. But also, there's always a bigger fish. There is. Also a bad movie filled with bad actors. <laughs> True. No friends won in that though. Unless wait. Yeah, no friends actor. <laughs> in, uh... I like how we have to uh double check that. Yeah. Well they're showing up everywhere these days. <laughs> they're all over the place. That's true. Um Alright, so what's your second pick? Alright, my second pick, it's kind of it's kind of like an all encompassing thing. Mm. But still a specific category. Okay. Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. Where the creatures were real. So yeah. like kids like Zombie Witch's Island. Ghost. Witch's Ghost. Dude. Live dude, action one. No. <laughs> All right. We need to bond over the Witch's Ghost here. That spooked me so I couldn't finish bad. it. I'm, I'm legit. I was in like second grade. <laughs> Could not finish watching it. I, dude, me either. Dude. Alright, so I have like. As soon very... as they're like, oh yeah, this person was <laughs> pretending to be a witch's ghost, but this is the real witch's ghost. Like, as soon as you hit that point, I was out. I don't remember this movie enough to even know that was a plot twist in this movie. But I, I have like weird, vivid memories around this movie where, like, for some reason, I knew this movie was coming out or it had come out when it, when it was, you know, on VHS or whatever. And uh, I remember just like annoying my dad so badly in church being like i can't wait i can't wait to see scooby-doo i'm so excited to see scooby-doo and apparently i was uh, like i was talking about it all day and then i watched and then we got it and i watched it and i couldn't finish it it's just i'm a horrible person but yeah there's that's like a really messed up movie for kids if i remember correctly like there's some it's spooky it is what other but, ones? Yeah, like, so, all all of those ones. I also, you know, <laughs> okay. Zombie Island. I don't know that one. Live action. First live action one. Oh, yep. That one spooked me, too. Any Anytime they were real. Like, you, you yeah. can't do that. You can't be like, oh, yeah, it's always a man in a mask, and then pull the rug out from under <laughs> us. <laughs> it's never a man in the mask. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that first Scooby-Doo horrified me as a kid it was the horrible because they had like legit demons in this yeah that was too much i was honestly fine with it until scrappy doo like became like the antichrist or whatever happens in that movie (laughs) oh yeah that's messed up 
So it's your second pick. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little traumatized by Scooby Doo right now still. Um So my second pick, I'm gonna I'm I'll stick with you in the animated realm real quick here. How about Atlantis, the Lost Empire? Which which part? Um when they shove the crystal into Rourke, and he turns into a crystal person. <laughs> Why I don't remember this movie well enough. Oh my god, it's so messed up. They, like, stab him with a crystal, and then his skin starts turning into crystal and becomes even more powerful. I'm like, oh my god. This is, like, my worst nightmare. You have this villain, but you can't even defeat the villain. Everything you throw at him just makes him stronger. I don't even remember how that movie ends. I just remember, like, being so spooked by that. I, like, just watched that last year, too. I probably should remember how that movie ends. It's getting there. That's it was, the fun it was part. still too spooky. Yeah, it was too spooky. It's just, yeah, it's it was too much. Who plays Who plays Rourke in that movie? I wonder. Let's figure it out. Is it someone, like, famous? I think so. His voice is super familiar. So maybe he's just a, uh, you know, like a... What? Maybe, maybe he's just like a... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like a... Like a uh, voice actor. <laughs> Did you forget the phrase voice actor? Yes. <laughs> At least you didn't like stumble your way through it and be like, it's the actors who provide their voice. <laughs> yeah, I saw you did a little bit. He's like apparently a pretty famous actor. His name is James Garner. Um, he was in The Notebook and The Great Escape and Atlantis and Fire in the Sky. So he was in some big movies, big-ish. He was in Superman and Shazam, The Return of Black Adam. Okay. So, there you go. He did some voice work in that. We talk about I... no horror movies for our month of horror. But also, we didn't well, watch horror Well, I mean, you said movies. as a kid. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. wasn't allowed to watch horror movies as a kid. Yeah. I don't, yeah, me either. Is that why you rebelled so hard and now you're like, horror movies are my Honestly, jam. it might be part of it. <laughs> We're really digging deep on this episode. <laughs> what, what is the source of your rebellion? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we typically make these, like, part, talking about films, part personal therapy, like, yeah. every other week, so... <laughs> Okay, <coughs> I got a cough. I had some coughs. Uh, do you want to move on to like the upcoming movies? Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. We can skip around. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do the upcoming movies. We can just do whatever, whatever you know. Again, I said whenever the mood was right, and the mood fit it right now. So, guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. 
I think I already said that. It's a big week. Um, with movies that I had never heard of, but once I saw who was attached to them and all that kind of stuff, I was like, alright, we kind of have to talk about all of these. So, here we are. If you haven't heard of any of these movies, don't worry. I didn't hear of most of them before today, either. Uh, so let's talk about The Foreigner, the new Jackie Chan film. Yes. I'm not excited. <laughs> it has Martin Campbell as a director, though. Who, who did what? Who did the two of the best James Bond movies. Oh, he did Casino Royale. Yes, and Goldeneye. Oh, that's right. They did have the same director for those. Also, Green Lantern. Lest we forget. (laughs) We did forget, and that was all right. It was all right that we forgot. Taika Waititi is in... He's in Green Lantern? Huh? Oh, yeah. Who is he? He's like the quirky sidekick. I don't remember this at all. But also, I didn't know who Taika Waititi was back then, so that might be a part of it. Right, right. Um, I didn't either. Sorry. No, it's weird every time going back to it. That was a... Because I have... Rewatched Green Lantern yeah, well, on many an occasion since. I have not. Sorry to get off track. We were talking about Green Lantern, and I saw that this week, and I was like, what? <laughs> Why? Why did he do this? Um, all right. So, The Foreigner. <laughs> we're avoiding talking about it because, in my opinion, it does not look very good. Reviews are pretty good. Oh, really? So far. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Ah, it just looks think, so bland, man. I don't know. I honestly haven't seen a trailer for this. I'm just going off of the director. I think he's a solid action director, so we'll see. Yeah. I I just don't... It looks super generic in a way. And it's like all... It's that, it's that style of shooting where it's like everything's like right up on the action. It's like, just pull it back a little bit, guys. Just pull it back. Yeah, I can see that. It's a little much. Even though I don't remember feeling that way when I saw... um, uh, Casino Royale. (laughs) Couldn't remember the name of it. Um, I don't remember feeling that way. So maybe either he... uh, You know, they pulled back the camera a bit, or for that one, it rained him in a little bit, or I don't know. I mean, he could have a different style for a different movie. No, you can't. That's not how things work. That's not, no. No. I won't allow it. <laughs> That's not okay. Uh, let's, so let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you guys always say, let's move on, like right before I'm about to say it, and the audience is like, well, this Jacob's really caught up on all of this foreigner so. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Happy Death Day. Very excited. Very excited? Yeah, I'm very excited, yeah. Are you not? I mean, I obviously slasher, so it's my genre. Mm -hmm. And this looks like it has a fun twist on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I am excited, but not enough to see it in theaters. Okay, I I will be seeing it in theaters. Because it is one of my 13 days, or 13, 31 days of Halloween. I should have just called it 13 Days of Halloween, but did 31 Days. 
<laughs> that have been pretty funny. We'll talk about that later. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm very. I you know it's that fun. Fun what? It's that fun type of movie where you like things happen. I don't know what you're... <laughs> I don't know, man. I've describe. been avoiding trailers. I saw the one trailer. I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. I'm going to go see the, that. The fun type of movie where things happen. Yeah, those those movies. Whoa, he goes high in this song. I've never listened this far. I've never, li- I've never gotten that far in Spooky Skeletons. Um... But yeah, it is the type of <laughs> stuff happens. But it looks like it, it's got like that fun premise. I don't want to say Final Destination style kills because no. But also no, that wouldn't fit at but, all. Uh, like creative, I guess is the way I'm looking. Yeah. You know. Sure. Yes, but that's like most slashers. Not the ones I've seen. Most of them are just with knife. I wasn't doing oh, is, is that what motion that you was, were doing there? No, it was a knife. It, like the shower. Oh, God. No, don't say shower. The shower scene in Psycho. <laughs> you're not making this, no, you're not making I'm not. this any better for yourself. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to say right now. Is that it, it just looks creative. And I'm excited. It, it does. It looks like it has a nice little twist on the genre, so yeah, I, feel like I will look forward to seeing this at some point. All right, we'll see. I bet you go to. I bet you go to the theaters and see it. I no, I don't bet that. Oh, happy birthday, Sigourney Weaver! Sixty-eight years old. You're a legend. How did that come up? And that's, it's, my IMDb sends me updates for Star Days. Matt Damon's also 47. And Bella Thorne turned 20 today. So. Just, just in time for Amityville, The Awakening, right? Happy birthday. (laughs) Here, we're finally releasing this movie you filmed when you were like 16. Yeah. That's your present. way older than that. I thought she was older what? than we were, but I guess not. She's like a year I, younger. I don't know, but they filmed this like at least three years ago. Oh, God. Um, Marshall. Time to get serious. This is a serious movie. Have you is seen... it? Because Josh Gad is in it. I kind of set you up for that one, didn't I? <laughs> didn't mean to. That's all right. Uh, also... Kate Hudson's in this movie? What happened with this cast? (laughs) Like, Chadwick Boseman. Great actor. Love the guy. But Josh Gad and Kate Hudson are the next two? It's like they wanted their, you know, Oscar-qualifying prestige, you know, biopic. Mm -hmm. But then, like, all the other actors are, like, signed up to do other biopics. So they're like, well... Who do we have left? Well, these guys, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I've heard this is supposed to be pretty Oscar-baity. 
Well, of course, it's a it's a biopic coming out. <laughs> oh yeah, it's in the end of the year. There you go. That that's it. Um, but I mean, I don't know much about this. If I'm being honest, I just saw a trailer for it when I went to the theaters this weekend. Oh, well, there you go. And talk about it. I mean, it just it looks like a pretty standard biopic. You know, they're kind of here's a comedic beat. Here's an you know dramatic speech. Here's actors acting. Here's where the sidekick that. gets beat up by the know. people and then motivates the main guy to do the stuff. It's like, before he was this, he was this. And, you know, it, yeah. it looks like a, a biopic. I don't know what more to say. All right. <coughs> well, Lucky... <coughs> I'm dying over here. Lucky for you, Aaron. I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> Lucky for you, Aaron. <laughs> You don't have to talk about it much longer, because we're moving right along to Goodbye, Christopher Robin. This movie looks kind of bad. You're not on the Donald Gleason Oh, I'm on the Don. Oh, oh, I'm on the Donald Gleason. Like I said, I think it was last week. Like, one of the best working actors, go, like, working right now. Obviously, that's what working actors mean. Uh, but, uh... I don't know, man. Man, it just looks very Oscar Beatty, but like not good Oscar Beatty, if that makes sense. Not good Walter Beatty. Not good Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> like Ronnie and Clyde. <laughs> more, I'm thinking more Ronnie and Clyde instead of Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Uh, can we can we cue the uh, spooky skeleton song just okay so we can move can we, we can move past. What? This song gets really weird, guys. I never knew this. Um, more like Ronnie and. No, no, we played it. I don't know. I don't past. know. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about the Christopher Robin? It, I don't know. It it looks all right, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It looks like you know you got Donald Gleason, like you said, great actor. It looks like they're kind of digging into like the darkness behind the creation of the character, where it's kind of like he's exploiting his son, and that's really weird. So, mm-hmm. I I think that's pretty cool. I think. I don't know, though. It doesn't look exceptional, though. It looks, again, like the kind of mm-hmm. biopic, prestige biopic thing. So. And it's PG. Get that PG out of here. What are you expecting from your Winnie the Pooh origin story that's <laughs> PG-13? I want it to be gritty. I want them to show the heroin addiction Piglet had throughout the start. I want them to show... Rabbit. Doing rabbit okay. things. <laughs> I don't know what rabbits do. They eat celery. Show them eating celery. And you're like, you've been eating so much celery. You need to cool it with the celery. And he's like, I just love celery. I missed carrots. Carrots would have been a better one. <laughs> I missed that one by a couple Yes, letters. whenever anyone thinks of uh, rabbits and vegetables, they think of celery. <laughs> okay. You're on point again. <laughs> We're moving on. 
the, the, this is when movies when there's this many movies in a week we don't have much time to talk about them i'm sorry everyone the Meyerowitz stories new and selected the only reason i put this one on the list is because adam sandler's in it and it's got a 90 percent on rotten tomatoes indeed it does so uh what <laughs> like okay well who's the director he's like someone i don't know i tried famous. to look it up but i i forgot that's not what I meant to say. I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find it. Do, do we need the spooky skeletons again? <laughs> no, we're good. We... <laughs> well, the, 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 here, you'll look it up, Aaron. You, you pull your weight on this podcast. <laughs> the director is Noah Baumbach. B-A-U-M-B-A-C-H. Yeah, so he did, like, Francis Ha, he did While We're Young, The Squid and the Whale. Kicking and Screaming, but not the... Oh, not the good one. Not, yeah, the good one. That's, that, that's what we'll call it. Yeah. Um, let me read a little bit about what this movie is. It's, uh, it stars Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, Dustin Hoffman, Elizabeth Marvel, Grace Van Patten, Emma Thompson, and is the intergenerational tale of adult siblings contending with the influence of their aging father. Sounds like a real pick-me-up kind of movie. <laughs> like, we're all gonna end this movie feeling happy. I don't think so, actually. That was a lie. There you go. <clears throat> I don't know. I just thought I'd talk about it because Adam Sandler's in it. It's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, I'm actually kind of excited for this movie. I think I'll be watching this one again. You know, two Adam Sandler movies in a year. I don't know what I'm doing to myself. I don't know either. But Ben Stiller, too. It's been a while since I've seen a good old Ben Stiller movie. You, you weren't a fan of that Zoolander, too? No. Hmm. I, honestly, what is the last great... What's the last good Ben Stiller movie? Tropic Thunder? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay, moving on. This is a movie that I'll see. The last one. I, I don't know about this one. Uh, this next one's called Breathe. Saw a trailer for this one. Andrew Garfield. You are going to see this? No, I said that about the last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I made it explicitly clear. <laughs> but, but no. Andrew Garfield. He's going for another Oscar in this movie. Is what I get from this. I didn't see a trailer. I just saw that uh, Andy Serkis is directing it. Mm-hmm. And then it was immediately evident that this is the film they just kind of threw at him because like we need to give you a little experience before we make you do our Jungle Book movie. Yeah. And that's that's the only reason this movie's going to get made. Yep. It's already made. It's already done. I also well, like right. that Andy Serkis' picture on, um, on Flickster is of Gollum. <laughs> They're like, it's really, it's really progressive. That's, that's like his natural yeah. look. The yeah. rest of it is uh, motion capture. It's really progressive. That's, that's what that few people like, know. Uh, Gollum beings direct movies now. You know? Let them tell their stories. 
What what is Gollum? You know you know Lord of the Rings. He's like a hobbit or something, right? Yes. You should also know this. That was in the movies. Yeah, I know. I don't I don't like those movies that much. <laughs> like you guys love them. Oh, I love the rings. I I I I am in the Lord or no. <laughs> I'm in the love of the rings. <laughs> That's my favorite. And I'm like it's all right. I've seen them a couple times, but that's all. I have them, but I, they're very long, and I don't like to spend my whole life watching three movies. Sorry if that makes me weird or whatever. So, so Claire Foy. Yeah, you could you could be uh, saving that time to not watch all those TV shows. You're never gonna get around oh to. Uh, Claire Foy is in this movie. Who is? Uh, Queen Elizabeth in The Crown. So I like Claire Foy. I think she's a good actress. She's mm-hmm. very charming. So she's good actor. You know, I like her. But is that going to be enough to get me to see this? I like both the leads. I think they're both very good actors. But no. This will be a hard pass until it's on the rental for 99 cents on itunes because i'm sure i would probably wouldn't even pay 99 cents no no you don't want to learn about um robin and diana cavendish cavendish would be the right pronunciation (laughs) fine maybe this movie is a little bit more your speed aaron how about professor marston and the wonder woman women women this looks interesting what's this movie but about because I, I have no clue but they played it before you, wonder woman honestly it's about the creator of wonder woman like i knew that but like obviously stanley created wonder woman <laughs> so. but no i i mean i think it this dude had a, a very interesting life, and he had like a lot of interesting like ideas that he tried to incorporate into the creation of Wonder Woman. So okay. I think that it has the potential. It like it has good material to work with. I'm not entirely convinced by the trailers that this is the film that's going to tap into that material in like the best way. Mm. You know? Yeah. See, I haven't seen the trailer. I just you know when Wonder Woman was coming out. They played, like, little clip or whatever, and it's like, okay, well... Right, just like a teaser thing. Yeah. Um, but... Weird that this is coming out the same year as Wonder Woman, right? That's definitely not a coincidence. No, it's a, it's a, it's totally a coincidence. Do they have to pay DC to do this movie? I don't know, honestly. I mean, I, they might have just gotten, like, the rights to select like images and stuff from like the old comic books and then they'll like limit how much of that material actually is used in the story uh oh Aaron what uh so in the user reviews section of this movie (laughs) oh it's gonna no 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 maybe not what you expected the very first one is from Brian Benson. Not interested, he says. And then he just quotes huge paragraphs of scripture. 
just unbelievably huge amounts of scripture. No, that's pretty much what I expected. Oh, okay. Alright, <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, never mind then, you know? It's fine. Luke Evans is in it, Rebecca Hall is in it, Connie Britton. It's a good cast. Yeah. Good cast. I don't know who Bella Heathcote is, but she's in it. Let's see what she's been in. She was in... Oh, good. Neon Demon. Oh, okay. Then I'll definitely be seeing this film. She played Gigi. I don't know who Gigi was. I don't either. She also looks like way too young to have been in that movie. Oh, but she was in Dark Shadows, so she's not young at all. She's the grown woman, and they only have, like, pictures of her as, like, a teenager on her Flickster. But then there's okay. just a poster of her in Dark Shadows. And it's like, what? Why? She's obviously been working since then. Fine. Um, that's all I've got. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm glad we, we settled uh, that point. It was confusing to me. I was like, why? Aaron froze. He's back. Am I frozen? No, you're okay. back now. You're back. Don't worry, BB. It's all good. Um, she was also in In Time. I'm going to stop. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, that's Amanda Seyfried's In Time. In Time. What are you She's even... In In Time. Did you know Amanda Seyfried was in In Time? I did know that, yes. It's funny to say it like that. Uh, guys, let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. Aaron, I've been watching a little something. I don't know if you've heard about this. <clears throat> Just give me a second. <laughs> I've been watching. If, a if you're gonna do this, have it ready. I didn't know who's going first. It's too late now, though. I guess I chose. All right, months of bombs. <laughs> I was too late. Alright, that's enough of that. Uh, yeah, so... Months of Bumps. Only watched two episodes. You, you, you didn't You didn't say it right. I said it right The The Months of Bumps. There we go. Uh, I, I only watched two <laughs> this week. I am not going through these very quickly. Yeah. How many months? Is, is, I didn't. That's why I didn't is, specify. Is that why they're months? Yeah, it's just. It's gonna happen. Uh, but let's start with Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. <clears throat> what happened? <laughs> like, who looked at this episode and was like, "Yeah, we're cool with this." But lawn gnomes. I mean, they're they're scary. Not. Not really. It's just, it's, uh, when Joe's dad loves tacky lawn ornaments, but 
when he brings home two hideous ones, gnomes with tall pointy hats, it's not just embarrassing, it's spooky. That's the it's, that's, that's the description. Yeah. And yeah. accurate. This episode's embarrassing. <laughs> um, but entertaining at the same time, if that makes sense. Uh, because that makeup job, it's, uh, and the, they, they put a spell on them and they're like, why are you going to put a spell on us? Because we're gnomes. We like to make mischief. Because they're getting revenge, but also they're not. No. It just sounded better in the title. (laughs) They were like, let's just call it lawn gnomes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like no, we can't do that. It has to be uh it has to be revenge. Uh not much happens in this one. Uh old man is really upset when the gnomes wreck his lawn. And the the episode makes it out like he's like a horrible guy for being upset and like thinking the kid did it, but like come on. <laughs> The kid obviously would have done it. If gnomes didn't exist, this guy has every right to be upset. <laughs> like, he ruined his yard. But the gnomes do exist. Yeah, but like, That's... but he doesn't know that. No one else knows that but the little boy. But that's like the point of the episode's yeah. conflict. Yeah, exactly. So if this episode... If this episode's conflict did not exist, there would be no conflict. Exactly. That's that's what that's your argument. Okay, just making clear. Yeah. I don't know what else you want me to say. That's just the truth. <laughs> Overall, I give it two lawn gnome bumps out of four. What's what's the ratio of lawn gnome bumps to regular bumps? The same. Okay, then I give this uh, six lawn no bumps out of 24. Respectable, respectable. Um, So then, this is the episode that I think has such a thin plot that this episode feels slow. And at 21 minutes, I don't think an episode of Goosebumps should ever, ever feel slow. This episode is Vampire Breath. They had, like, nothing yeah. to work with in this episode. They're like, I don't know, maybe maybe a vampire wakes up and... Oh, there's his breath. He's got to get his breath back. And then they just kind of run around for a little bit. They kind of talk to the vampire for a little bit. And that's a little weird. Then they go down into a little thing. Talk to a little girl. They hide for way too long. Like, the hiding scene is so long. <laughs> and then uh, they get found out. Then they run upstairs, and then they find out they're vampires, and that's the end of the episode. It's a, it's a good one. Like, this is so, such a thin plot. Who thought this was a good one? I, this is, like, the first episode that I, like, barely remember. I think I only, like, have watched this one because it, it, it's so boring. Yeah, it doesn't... Even, even the title. Like, you should have just looked at that title, because obviously the title's... They come up with the titles first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, should yeah. just like stop there. Yep. Or just thought of a better title. I watched the first half of Attack of the Jan- Jack. Oh my 
the j attack of the janta lantern <laughs> but that one was too spooky so i stopped halfway through no i was just really bored <laughs> and so i'll continue to watch after attack that. of the jack-o-lantern ones that's a pretty solid one yeah i was it's just a nice halloween one i was just a little too uh burnt out on vampire breath that i was not i was not having it so makes sense yeah uh bumps but oh yeah bumps two vampire fang bump out of two what's what's the ratio of vampire fang bumps to non-gnome negative five thousand okay i give this uh six vampire fang bumps out of 24 it's the same. It doesn't matter. You were going to say that anyway. Um, all right. Well, that's it. That's it for the months of bumps this week. I watched a lot of other things, though. So how about I kick it over to TV that I watched? Go for it. Aaron. I watched the first two episodes. Not the third one that is out now, I believe, on Hulu. But I watched the first two of The Good Place. This show is so good. This show is so good. Like next level yeah. genius. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was a little like, uh, not like, eh. I was a little like, okay, let's move this along in the first episode. But then they kind of bring it around by the end. And then that whole second episode, it's just amazing. <laughs> it's so that second cool. episode is like one of the funniest episodes of television <laughs> like I've ever seen. Just like nonstop jokes. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh man. And, and, they, and they had so many more. Did you see uh, like the writer of the episode on Twitter put out like her giant list of pun restaurant names that didn't make no. it in the episode. <laughs> no, no, but those were great. <laughs> those were really great. Um, I just, it's just such a fun show. And I like, I love the direction they're taking it. Like at the end of episode two, I was like, all right, let's go. Let's keep going. I'm so hyped for this show. It's so Episode good. three is a bit slower. But mm -hmm. it feels very much like they're setting up okay. the direction of the rest of the season. Right. Which you kind of needed to do after, like, tearing everything down so much well, in the first two. It's really such a, such a, I don't want to say a unique show, but it, for its type, for its 30-minute uh, comedy type, it's such, like, a world-building, heavy type show. Like, there's a lot to do. It... You know, so I can understand maybe having a couple slower episodes, but my God, when they hit, they hit, man, they hit hard. Mm-hmm. That's good. They should have warned us, like in the title or something. Yeah. I think I missed a joke there. <laughs> it's it's the the good place, and the told us it was good in the title. It's a, I don't want to explain this joke I don't because it. now it's embarrassing that I made it. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Keep going. 
I don't understand this joke. Nope. Spooky skeleton song. <laughs> I don't just, get it, though. Just, just roll to it. Just... Okay. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit about a thing that I started. A little thing called 31 Days of Halloween. We talked a little bit about it earlier. But now we're going to talk about it uh, now. I was going to go... No, maybe I should go in chronological order. I might want to go in ranked order, though. I mean, whatever you feel like. Aaron, but that's going to get more complicated in subsequent weeks. Well, I'm going to start with ranked order this time. Because I want to end on one. Um, so, I only watched seven. Because one night... I took the time to go see a different movie that we'll talk about later. <laughs> it's already convoluted, Aaron. Can't you see? <laughs> Can't you see? <laughs> so, instead of the eight, there'll be seven, and I'll throw in that other movie probably tomorrow. Maybe Wednesday. Um, so let's start with number seven. So far, have not seen a movie I disliked. So there's that. Number seven, The Omen. Uh, like a good movie, but not the movie I was expecting. Like, it's way mystery heavy, and I was kind of expecting more, like, spooky kids. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Like, I loved all the Damien stuff. I thought it was really creepy and all that, but then he, like, goes to Rome and all that, and I'm like, okay, let's just... Let's just speed this along. At two hours, this movie's way too long. <laughs> like, you could really tighten a lot of this stuff up. But the, the Rome stuff does lead to one of my favorite, like, 70s horror movie kills that I've ever seen. And it's when the truck rolls down and the glass comes and cuts his head off. It's a good one. It's so silly. Like, it doesn't look right. <laughs> I wonder if it was, like, scary in the 70s, because I don't think it would have been. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of stuff in this movie that's, like, still scary. Like, I think when he hits the table and she falls over and she's holding on to the, the, I don't even know what you'd call it, the posts off the side of the stairs or whatever. Like, that's scary. That's good. But, like, that is just, like... <laughs> Whoa, not the movie I thought I was watching, but all right. The Omen, six I... bumps out of 66. <laughs> I mean, it kind of pains me that this is your lowest ranked one. Why is that? To, to each their own. Do you not like this movie? Or do you no, like I this do. movie? No, I, I do. Really like this movie. That's why I'm saying it pains me. That's your lowest rank. <laughs> but like, I don't like. I don't dislike it. Like I said, I haven't seen a movie yet that I don't like. It's just that of the ones that I watched, that I think these are some great movies here. A lot of them are like, how do I even rank these? But that's fair. Um. So then we go to what we do in the shadows, which is so funny. It's such a funny movie. Um. I just, I should have watched this way earlier. I, I told you. Werewolves, not swearwolves, man. 
they understood my love for puns and rhyming. <laughs> That's why I loved it. They, there were early talks back when this first came out of doing a werewolf spinoff. Are they not doing but that But I anymore? don't know if they're still going to go through it or, or not. I mean, Taika Waititi kind of got sucked up into the Marvel machine, so... Yeah. Also, I don't know. I think it's pretty good to leave it where it's at. Cause then, well, I mean, it'd be, a, it'd be like just following their characters, not the vampires anymore. Right. That's why I don't want it. <laughs> because those aren't the people I care about. Like, they're cool or whatever, but... Like Lou. I like Lou. He's cool. But spoilers for what we do in the shadows, I guess. Um, there's, like, some great physical comedy in that movie. Like, the jokes are good and all that, but, like, when he... When he, when Taika Waititi's character brings that, uh, that girl home and he, like, bites... He, like, hits her, like jugular vein or whatever and it just starts spurting all over his face like really high pressure it's so fun so good so i I like that movie good yeah i'm not gonna get one bumps i'm not gonna do that you you shouldn't no it just just cheapens yeah you know the whole thing like if we're gonna give bumps to goosebumps and horror movies alike, you know, it just it just cheapens how mm. great those Goosebumps episodes are. Mm. Says the person who is giving the segments on our podcast a bump rating at one point. <laughs> well, that's because those are about the same quality. Oh, like, okay. the, the segments on the Goosebumps episodes. <laughs> okay. That's right. the same level. <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. Um. Oh my god. Okay, so we talked about the Evil Dead on... Uh, Gateway to Cinema last week. So if you want to hear any of my thoughts on that, that's a number five. I'm surprised I made it that high considering how it <sighs> broke you. And uh, moving on to number four. I don't want to <laughs> talk about it, but I do want an answer to the milk question, Aaron. <laughs> I can't answer a question I don't understand. You, that is such an easy question. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Number four. Wreck. A movie that I had heard about since, like, my sophomore year of high school. I heard about it at the same time as Donnie Darko. I kind of told a little bit of an anecdote about how I had heard of Donnie Darko at cross-country camp and they also talked about this movie and this guy and his friend they rented it and uh they said they didn't sleep that night because they were so terrified and ever since then i'm like well i'm never watching that movie and now i was like i'm gonna watch that movie (laughs) so i rented it this is this was a whole debacle aaron i rent it start movie starts i'm like all right i'm excited got some good atmosphere so far Then the actress starts talking, but then a different person starts talking over the Spanish actress talking. Is that why you said don't get the dubbed version? Yes. Okay. Yes, because I got the dubbed version. (laughs) I rented it, 
and then I was like, I want to die. <laughs> like, I'm not, I almost, like, started to watch it. I, like, took, like, maybe, like, a minute, and I'm like, I can't do this. I gotta find the subbed version. <laughs> and the only way I could find it was by using my free trial of Shudder. So now I have my free trial of Shudder. Well, you kind of wasted that if you already have your rest of your month picked out. No, because well, I, I was going to use it anyway because one of the movies on my list is only available on Shudder. Which one is that? The Appeared, it's called. It was recommended to me. I, I've never heard of it. It's a Spanish film. Um, but, but Wreck is probably my new favorite found footage movie. It's really good. Like, it's really good. And I feel like if I hadn't seen so many found footage movies before this that copy this formula and do a lot of the things in the same way, I feel like I would have liked it even more. Um, makes it, sense. What's that? It makes sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I also realized that the movie Quarantine is just a remake of this. Which I yes. didn't... I didn't see Quarantine, but I remember seeing previews for it on TV and getting spooked out of my mind about it. So, that movie I, probably sucks. I have not seen either. Okay, Quarantine probably sucks compared to this. Because this probably. was, this is good. Um, also, I hear they take out, like, a, a major aspect of this movie and, like, the mystery and they change it. Which was really weird, because that's one of the best parts of the movie. And if they change it, it's like, but why? Now it doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, just really, really... It's, it's this type of thing where we talk about with Blair Witch Project. We were like, I like Blair Witch Project because they don't show the witch, and they don't have to show the witch. I'm like, I can appreciate that. But I want to see me some witch. <laughs> so. And I can appreciate that, but also, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, I get it. And, uh, this movie, I think, handles that pretty well. It, it doesn't, uh, like, it, it shows its threats, but never for too long. Only in just, like, very fleeting glimpses, very quick cuts. You know, because, and this is the thing, you show me a found footage movie, I'm gonna get spooked by it. I don't think I've seen one found footage movie where I, like, wasn't, like, behind my fingers, like, just kind of looking, like, because it just does something to me. That whole formula just scares me so much, even though, like, Paranormal Activity 5, at, during, in the moment, I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god. But then when I edited, I'm like, that wasn't really scary at all. Nothing happens in that movie. Are well, you talking about four or are you talking about five? Five. Things happen in five, but <laughs> not good things. And uh, this movie, I can say, you know, is good. Good with that. I didn't watch it. I didn't, at the end, be like, well, that wasn't scary. It was really scary. <laughs> Like, the whole first scare part of the movie, I'm like, oh, this is too much, this is too much, this is too much, I shouldn't have watched this. <laughs> like, and I don't really get that anymore. So, that was nice to feel that again. That complete and utter spookedness. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
rec. I would recommend it to you, Aaron. No. No? No. Spooky skeletons. Just move, move, move past it. All right. Sometimes jokes don't land. That's fine. Just got to get back up. You got to you gotta try it again. Uh, I would recommend it to you, Aaron. And uh, next we're going to talk about number three, the birds. Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. <sighs> probably, and this might be sacrilege to some, probably the Hitchcock film that scared me the most. Like, this is actually a legitimately scary movie. <laughs> like, I was a little shocked by it. Because, I mean, Psycho is, like, more, like, shocking than scary, I'd say. Yeah. This one is, like, this constant, like, fear of birds. And, I mean, I told this story on the podcast about my dad and, like, his story where the bird fell on his head. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can, I can understand. I can understand. It's very spooky. Um, but also it has that same thing with, uh, the Hitchcock films that I've seen where it's really great leads, really great acting, really great story, really great writing. Um, overall, it's just like a great movie and still have not seen a Hitchcock film that I'm like, meh, on, so. Yeah, I've been, this is a film I've been meaning to watch for a while now because it's one of those ones that I'm kind of embarrassed I haven't gotten to it yet. No, but Aaron, don't I be just... embarrassed. <laughs> it's all right. Tippy Hedron's in it. It was her first movie. She's very good in it. She has the whole kind of. Uh... These, these movies actually probably came out the same year. What year did Breakfast at Tiffany's come out? Early sixties. Yeah. So around the same time. I think it might have came out the same year. But she has that same kind of Holly Golightly. Um kind of charm to her socialite type uh, performance and it works really well and Rod Taylor is great in it because he's Rod Taylor and uh, <laughs> it's just good special effects are great and uh, I don't know I don't know how much more I can say about the birds that hasn't already been said by tons of uh, film critics throughout the years but or good. filmmakers That's like the point. genius behind Birdemic Shock oh I thought you were going with The Happening Because but there's birds. I saw, not, yeah, I know, but like I saw an interview with M. Night Shyamalan when he, he was talking about the happening. He's like, I wanted to make a movie that made people afraid to live in their natural world, like the birds. <laughs> it's like, oh, he got it. And he did. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, um, I never look at trees the same way again. And that's a true fact. That's the movie that'll make you never look at trees the same way again? Because let me tell you about the Evil Dead. Nope, we're, nope, um, we're moving on. We moved past that. Number two, uh, a movie we're going to talk about on Gateway to Cinema this week. A little bit of scream. A little bit of screaming. I don't want to say too much about it because we haven't recorded that yet. But number two, so I'm getting hyped. You're going to be excited, Aaron. You're going to be excited for this one. Um, then number one, a movie Aaron and I can both talk about. A ghost story. 
do you, do you have like prepared remarks no. for this? Or are you just gonna <laughs> emotionally you, you would bomb hope it? So wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you you would hope. Um, I love this movie. I love nearly everything about this movie. This might be one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. And Aaron does not feel the same way. I know that. But that's alright. I mean, I like this movie. No, I know. That's alright. I just... It's definitely a very good movie, and I, I can totally see how this would make it as your number one film for the year. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't personally so connect to it as much. Just so everyone knows, yes, it is my number one for the year. Um, I, like, I don't see anything beating this, honestly. It would take a La La Land type out of the, out of the gates kind of crazy good movie for me to even consider moving this. <laughs> Oscar season is coming. It is. But La La Land was one of those movies that, like, at this point, I had heard of and already knew I was going to love. And there's not really been anything like that this year, Oscar-wise, if that makes sense. Amityville The Awakening oh my God. is coming oh. out. In a- <laughs> We're talking about that, by the way, everyone. We will be talking about it. They are releasing it for free. <laughs> they don't want to make money on it anymore. They're like, whatever. Um... I don't even know where to start with this movie. Um, so it's a 2017 movie, so we're going to go a little bit more into it than some of the other um, Halloween movies. Uh, and it counts, even though it's not spooky, because it has ghost in the title. It's a little bit spooky. There's a, a couple spook moments. Casey Affleck is holding Rooney Mara really tightly, uh, and I'm and I'm kind of like spooked because I'm like I don't I don't know what's gonna happen here. I'm afraid for Rooney Mara, like. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get that out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a little weird at first, but then I was like, it's not actually Casey Affleck. He's playing a character. It's all gonna be okay. There's a camera on him. We're gonna be all right. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Kesha's in this movie? Yeah, that was weird. Which which one was Kesha? I just saw her on the cast list. She was like she... one of the people at the party. Like, oh, she was the one who was talking to the guy who was doing the card thing? Yeah. Okay. Eh, she was fine. <laughs> she didn't really need to like carry that scene or anything, so <laughs> she was fine, I guess. Um, I don't even know. So, going into this movie, all I knew, all I knew was that Casey Affleck playing a ghost in a sheet. And Rooney Mara's in it. But the other thing that I knew was that there was a pie scene. I didn't know anything about this pie scene. I just knew that a pie scene existed. And let me tell you, when I got to this pie scene, I was not disappointed. I was in tears by the end of the Pisces. 
like, legitimately want to keep this vague, but one of the best cinematic moments of the year. Yeah. If not, like, all time. <laughs> it's so weird to say that, but yeah. Yes. Um... I don't even know how much I want to say about this movie. Um, it's totally an experience that I think everyone should have. It's not super long. It's like an hour and 30 minutes or something. Yep. Um, it, it's pretty fast. It, I don't even... It's not fast. It's a slow, like, thoughtful, like, ponderous movie. But it doesn't, like, ever drag at the same time. There's never at one. There was never a point where I'm like, okay, all right, all right uh, let's move this along a little bit here. Well, one scene, <laughs> I, but I was mostly just like, let's move this scene along here. Let's get this scene done with. <laughs> and Aaron likes that scene, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I think it's a bad scene. I think it's the one bad point of this movie. But, but it's, it's only like, like the thing that gives it deeper meaning no. and sets up the entire second half of the film mm. essentially like I get that but also I would have preferred if it wasn't there I don't know like I said I just I'm not a huge fan of self insert characters in movies for like the director or writer yeah it's a from that cheesy. standpoint it's I like, can understand it it's like alright tell us this with your movie not with your weird character who is played by a person who's not very good at acting. Um, but that scene alone, that's like only like three minutes, four minutes. So it's like, okay, I can look past it. If it's the only part of a movie that I'm a little shaky on and everything else is like, I'm crying throughout the whole rest of the movie. I cried so much. I gave myself a headache. It was really bad. I was just emotionally wrecked for, like, 30 minutes after watching this movie. So, I think that's going to stand as a ringing endorsement for me. That you should watch it. I don't know. I mean, I second that recommendation, even if I'm not nearly as high on it as you are. But I do think that it is very well-made movie and i i think just like this movie had like me constantly engaged just based on like the simple the simple premise and the simple visual imagery of you know taking that iconic sheet ghost Mm -hmm. look and then just like wrapping it in like this more you know dramatic and somber environment like it's super somber dude (laughs) they're like (laughs) I don't know if there are any moments. I don't know if there are any moments of levity. <laughs> moments of levity is what I'm looking for. Like, I guess kind of, but not really. It's all just depression is eternal. <laughs> I mean, I think there's some, like, dark humor yeah. at some points. But not like, hey, everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> Like, that's never a thing that happens in this No, movie. like, not, like opposite of that. Right, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that there aren't moments like that. And that's alright. It doesn't have to be a happy movie. 
Yeah, like, this is a movie that, like, as soon as I was done with it, I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is going to be a movie that might be difficult for me to explain why it touched me in such, like, a way that very few, if any, movies have ever touched me. But, like, I don't know, man. This was such a beautiful movie. Such great performances. Performance, really. I mean, there's only one that's really, like... There's only one person doing all the heavy lifting in this movie. I, I mean, I guess, sure, but yeah. you can't see, like, facial <laughs> reaction. You know, like, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say. But, uh... It's very good. It's very good. And I don't want to say too much else. Because... It's real good. And... I don't want to cry. So <laughs> we're going to move on from a ghost story. Uh, so my final thing this week, and another one that Aaron, you and I could talk about together. It's a little thing called Blade Runner 2049. Indeed. It's out. We saw it. It bombed. Yeah. Well, yeah. We saw that coming, though, right? Kind of. I didn't expect it to do this poorly. Yeah, but like... But like three-hour sequel, long-belated sequel to a cult property that also bombed at the box office with very vague, you know, plot details given because they don't want to spoil anything. It's like... And, and rated R. Yeah. But rated R movies have been kind of making a comeback, so I don't know that we can even use that as a as an excuse for this movie, really. Um, but here's the thing. I, from the beginning, I didn't think this movie was going to do anything, box office-wise. But that's all right, because it exists, and I don't want them to make a sequel. To this. I don't well, know. Same. What? Same. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm alright with it. I mean, I wish they, the people involved could, you know, get a huge payday for taking risks and doing something huge and, and big and different. Um, right, I think that's the part did. that stings. Yeah. That means we're going to get less movies like it. Yeah. Which would be bad, because this film is really good yeah it's really good dude this movie is um i know when i texted you after you're like i really liked it and i was like i think i'd go so far as to say i loved it i don't know if you've changed your opinion on that since then or i mean i i guess i used the phrase really liked it because i do have some you know reservations about saying this is like a masterpiece because i don't want to say it's a masterpiece i think there are yeah there are some like, this isn't a spoiler, but I really, honestly, still don't understand what Jared Leto's plan was. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, like, I know what he wants, and I kind of understand why he wants that, but, like, why? What's his end game? <laughs> like. I mean, I think that part was pretty self-explanatory. No, but I know. I, well, we don't want to get into too many details. I, like, I, like, I, like, I get that, but also, 
it wasn't super explained. <laughs> They're just kind of like, okay, yeah, okay. It doesn't help that he's in, like, only a couple scenes. Right, his character seemed a lot more, like, incidental to the plot than we were led to believe. And, like, they, like, I guess they were probably trying to do the same thing that they did with, I don't know who played uh, the character from the first film. Tyrell? Tyrell, yeah. I don't know who played him, but, like, he kind of had the same sort of role where he's not in it much. Um, I think Tyrell only has, like, one scene, doesn't he? He has, like, two or three scenes, but he at least, he has a a much more defined uh, resolution to his character. Yeah, and it seemed sort of like this movie thought it was going to get a sequel. I don't know if that ever occurred to you in this movie, that, like, they're kind of leaving, not just, like, the ending of the movie, but there were a couple plot threads left kind of, like, wide open. That's kind of what I touched upon it briefly in my review, but I didn't want to get too specific. But right. like the whole idea, that's kind of like flirting with becoming a like the more standard big budget blockbuster summer blockbuster action blockbuster. Happen. What? It said it's never gonna happen. It's too late. No, but I again, I don't want it to. Right, right, right. I didn't want it to become that. I liked that they kept it more as like the you know pensive and you know, more concerned with exploring these thematic questions than in having big explosive action scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, again, this is just same thing with Ghost Story. You don't want to say too much about it. Um, and plus, we're going to be doing a gateway to cinema on it eventually anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, I, I'm not on the best picture hype train anymore. The fact that it bombed kind of, like, killed that. Really? I'm a little more on the hype train now than I was originally. Like, do I think this movie deserves it? Yes. Do I think this movie is going to get it? No. That's I think my... It, I think it gets, at, at the very least, a best director nod. I I don't know if I didn't go that far, but definitely production stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. Cinematography. Dude... Apparently, the guy who... This is the same cinematographer from the original Blade Runner, correct? I think so. I don't remember. But I've been hearing a lot of, like, if he doesn't get the Oscar after this movie, then they just hate this guy. And I think I have to agree with them. Because this movie is gorgeous, man. Just so gorgeous. So many colors. It's so vibrant. The shots are all just... There was never a point where I was like, Oh, that's a bad shot. Oh, that's a little weird that they chose that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, everything seemed like it fit in world, in universe. Nothing felt out of place. The score, though, man. The score, though. It's good. It's all... Dude, it's, not, it's, it's not as good as the original. Like, when... No, oh, I don't no, even want to say yeah. that, because that's... Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think? I mean, you wrote a review for it, so people can check that out, too. Yes, I do have a review up for it. And I, again, yeah, like we've been reiterating, don't want to give too much away, because I think that, especially how vague they kept a lot of the plot details, that really helped how 
enthralling this film was because you know you like hit like these revelations early on you're like oh that's where they're going with this mm-hmm. and it like instantly sold me like it instantly like made me forget all my fears about this you know because obviously the original film is one of my favorite films of all time right. so it's like i was very nervous about the sequel but like as soon as like those early plot uh revelations hit they went away I was I was so I embraced this film and it did not disappoint really. Good. Like I had minor problems with it, like the length. I think it could have been cut down a little bit. Really? Had a tiny little problem with the ending, but this film overall, so amazing. Do we like Great this movie for different reasons? Because I feel what? like we might. Because I was just about to say that I honestly wish it was longer. <laughs> And I don't think I've ever said that about a movie that's almost three hours long. Like, I see that argument, but I do think that there's an argument for just the plot kind of loses momentum here and there. It does. But also, I just want to, like, I don't want to literally live in that world because it's hellish. (laughs) But I would, I just want to, like, spend time in that universe. Which is, like, the only reason I'd ever want a sequel, but I don't. I would just like more of this movie. Director's cut. Four-hour director's cut. Like, I can understand, because this film is, like, so well-constructed, you know, from the cinematography to the set work to Mm -hmm. all the the CGI, all that sort of stuff. It's so immersive and so, like, awe-inspiring. I can see wanting to stay longer in the world for that reason. But I think story-wise... Mm. It could have used. It could have been tighter. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Um. But I still love this movie. Not as good as the original, but you know, didn't it? It satisfied, and it 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 had like such a huge task ahead of it to like try to continue the the open ended storyline, all the themes and all the stuff from the original that made people love it so much. And it did it. Like, that's impressive in itself. I don't know if I think how I feel about this movie in relation to the original. And that might be sacrilege to you. You mean in terms of which one's better? Yeah. They're pretty dang close in my mind. But you did just see the original one time yeah. a few weeks ago. Right. So And I just saw this one one time a couple days ago. Right. So I'm on pretty evil or uh, even playing field here, so I don't know. Also, am I the only one who thought that uh, Joy was Felicity Jones the entire movie? And then when the movie was done, I didn't see Felicity Jones's name go by on the credits. I was like, that's no. not Felicity Jones? Oh, I wasn't the only one. Okay. No, I mean, no, you were the only one. I'm saying that's kind of like a ridiculous assumption to make. Why? <laughs> Why is that a ridiculous they, assumption? They're, they're, the actors are nothing alike. I... <laughs> Great, I thought it was Felicity Jones the entire movie. <laughs> the whole time. I just 
boogie skeletons. This, that's. I don't know where to go from here. No. No, we're not going to spooky skeleton. It was a. It's a normal thing. All right. <laughs> All right. Fine. We're gonna. We're gonna move on. <laughs> we're gonna move on. Okay. Also, girl. Other girl. What's she in? Which one? Pink-haired one. She's, uh... Well, she's in San Junipero, but you still have not watched that, even after promising me, <laughs> like, three weeks ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. So that's where I knew her from. Okay. Alright. Moving on. Aaron, what'd you watch this week? Uh, Yeah. I mean, we already mentioned a ghost story, Blade Runner 2049. Hmm. Beyond that, watched another 2017 film, but one that doesn't count for our competition. What are the... Yeah, okay. I know what movies you're talking about. I was like, why isn't this on his ranked list? No. I didn't realize you weren't counting it. Well, I mean, I thought our standard was films that got theatrical releases. Sure. <laughs> I, I, that's what we went with last year. Okay, you so, don't you don't think this movie was streamed in a movie theater? <laughs> because I watched Cult of Chucky. Yeah. How was that for you? It's a very mixed experience, I suppose, is how I would phrase it. Alright. Like, I think that they actually do a lot of things very well in this movie. Like, they have... The, you know they're doing the old school uh, puppetry for the for the dolls, and okay. that's really fun to watch. You got some pretty great kills, which is you know what you would want out of a slasher movie, and you have some like pretty neat twists and like expansions on the mythology because like for some reason they're still keeping every film in continuity. Oh my god! How many are there now? This is the seventh one. Okay. All right, that's so a little better. Not, than not as many as some other franchises. Right. But they're like really adhering to continuity more than like any other franchise out there. <laughs> like they even brought back the actor who played the little kid in oh, the first God. three in like the first two movies. They okay. brought him back. Not a good actor. He was he was solid in the first movie for a child actor. Like he honestly seemed like he was gonna die. And like some of those, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like you're like, what did they tell this kid while filming this? Because he's like <laughs> sitting in the jail cell and Chucky's coming after him, and you're like, does this kid honestly believe he's gonna die? <laughs> but he has, as an adult, bad, not a good actor. Okay. But yeah, so there, there's a lot of solid elements to it, but I also think that there were a lot of conf- confusing plot holes. It was a bit too open-ended, because they clearly want another sequel, and I think they'll get it, because these films seem to do fairly well for direct-to-DVD. So, I mean, at this point, yeah, they're going to make another one. This is, this is the thing I've never understood about slasher movies that have long histories or whatever lots of movies in them it almost feels like no matter how bad they are no matter how bad they do there always ends up being another one they're always like yep that's because there's people like me who have like no quality control and they're just like 
I'm gonna watch anything you slap that brand name on. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, it has a it also has a very uneven treatment of uh, mental illnesses because it takes place in like a, you know, mental hospital. Okay. So that was a bit iffy, mm -hmm. but. I mean, so it's, is it what you'd expect from a Chucky movie doing something about uh, mental well, illness? It is very uneven, though, because at some points it handles it well. Other points handles it very poorly. So altogether, yeah. it was a very mixed experience, but an enjoyable enough continuation of the franchise. Rank, I do Ranked in the franchise? Ranked in the franchise, I would probably put it like... Fifth, maybe. Okay. What's the worst one? Definitely Seed of Chucky. Okay. Why? Definitely? I think that's like universally agreed upon. What's so bad about it? Details I don't want to get into on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, you're going to tell me about this later, though. <laughs> because sure. I'm interested now. Um, Alright, so Cult of Chucky. There we go. So that film. Uh, then points. moving on. Finally got around to another film from the AFI Top 100 list. Ah. And that's mainly because it was also, it was kind of a crossover between this and the movie musical class I'm taking. Oh, okay. Because we ended up watching Duck Soup. Mm. That's a movie. It is. And it was a very... I'm I'm not quite sure why we watched a musical class because there's only there's there's like a few musical bits, but not the whole thing isn't a musical film. Okay. But it was definitely a really good film. This was like pro one one of I haven't had much exposure to the Marx Brothers, but like mm. this is probably as far as I can tell, this is them at like the top of their game. Like this film is like an hour and a half of constant jokes, you know, just, <laughs> all right, just, and, and like a very kind of different sense of humor than modern audiences are used to. Like there's a lot of wordplay involved. And I think that's something we don't get anymore because comedies, you know, they want comedies nowadays are more interested in international box office. Right. So they're like, Wordplay doesn't translate overseas. Excuse you. So Bojack Horseman. What about it? Tons of wordplay in Bojack. Horseman. No, I, I'm not saying we <laughs> never. I'm just saying, how dare you single out Bojack Horseman? <laughs> you no, that's a good. That's a good example. All right. But, but so much wordplay. Really loved it. Just a really funny film, and it's pretty short. So it's like. Mm -hmm. It's, like, just kind of, like, this quick, you know, Rock. constant barrage of jokes, and then, like, you're out, like, so there might not be a whole lot of substance to it, although I know a lot of people try to, like, bring in, like, a lot of political commentary on it, because there's all sorts of, the <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of these quotes, like, repurposed nowadays, because they're all just like, who are you going to trust, me or your own eyes, and I've seen, like, that quote repurposed a lot nowadays yeah. Yeah, yeah. but but just in terms of a comedy film one of like the funniest films i've ever seen it's 68 minutes long 
That's really. Oh, so not even an hour. <laughs> no. That's a good afternoon. It's a little romp through the soup. That's what I like to call it. Would you call it a romp through the soup? Aaron would. Sure, yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. And uh, what else did you gander at this week? Gander. Uh, then, want to move on. More, more pilots. But we're gonna go. We're gonna go through these pretty fast. Uh, no, there's... it's fine. I just don't know why you do this to yourself. Oh, I forgot <laughs> to mention, Superstore is back. V good. Lots of laughs. All right. All right. So, gonna start things off. The mayor. Okay. This is a ABC. show I've seen a lot of ads for, so I know what this one is at least. Right. This is the one where the rapper gets elected as the mayor of a small town. Right. And, and... it's. One of the better pilots of the season, for sure. Okay. I mean, you got, like, a, a really strong cast. Uh, you got... I, I think the premise is pretty solid. I mean, it it might depend on the viewer how much you can take, you know, an experienced person gets into politics and, you know, has to... <laughs> <laughs> as, for, Wait, so as, as much as relevant. you can... As, if you can handle a comedic approach to that... It's a great premise. And I, I think that the the pilot seemed a bit rushed because they do have to like get through a lot of setup because they're kind of like, oh, he has to be running for mayor. Oh, he has to get elected mayor. We have to show how he was elected mayor. And then they also have a storyline after that about like what's his first thing he's doing as mayor. So hey, to fit that all into 20 minutes. Why is the first season not that whole story? It seems a bit well, weird. Like the whole election process? Yeah. I'm not quite sure, but... It seems like that would... That's an easy way to get a season out of your TV show. <laughs> like, I don't I know. I guess it... I mean, I, that's probably just like the nature of TV nowadays, though, is they have to get to stuff quicker yeah. because audiences don't stick around for as long. Yeah. But, Yeah. So the pilot was rushed, but that's kind of understandable. Comedy pilots typically are, mm -hmm. but this—it looks like it has a lot of, a uh, lot of heart, a lot of good humor, great cast. I'm I'm not gonna keep watching just because, kind of like the network, unserialized comedies are hard for me to like keep up with. Like I always forget right. to just watch new episodes, but watch watch a Superstore. No. That's a good show. But I would recommend it still. Okay. Not really my, my, my grab bag of a show, but uh, my family will probably watch it. They watch, like, all the ABC comedies, even if they're garbage. So. <laughs> uh, Modern Family? Yeah. <laughs> Modern Family <laughs> was good. I'll give it that. Why does it get an Emmy nom every year? Every year is a why, big Why is this right? a thing? Like, that should have stopped after season three, probably. And then they could have been like, well, let's just take a step back. Yeah, it was good. But that doesn't mean it's still good. <laughs> the Middle is a much better show on ABC. Agreed. Ending this year, though. Kind of sad. But it's not good. So, next pilot. Ghosted. 
And this is one I was very excited about based on cast alone, you know, because you got Adam Scott and Craig Robinson. And that's pretty much the only reason to watch the show. Like, they're great. They're funny. All the scenes that were clearly improv of the two of them, great. (laughs) But, like, the rest of the... The rest of the characters, the rest of the writing, all that stuff, it's not great. I mean, it is a very high-concept comedy, so, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of exposition they need to kind of, like, set up the premise and get the show going. But, you know, it is very clunky. Yeah. This was one that, like, again, yeah, saw the cast, and I was like, I love both of these guys. But Fox, man. I just don't like Fox shows. They seem to pick weird stuff that I'm not a fan of. At least they're trying new yeah. things. Last Last Man on Earth. Pretty yeah, solid. I watched like the first season of that. I need to watch more. I need to watch the rest, but... <laughs> oh, the big meme on this show is that Jacob never watches TV stuff, so... <laughs> it's, it's... I'll do it because but, David's not here. Don't worry. I'll, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take up that torch. All right, so moving on. Uh, the Gifted, the new X-Men oh, show yeah, yeah, yeah. on Fox. It's it's solid. Okay. Like, it's covering very familiar ground. You know, like, the kids with powers have to go on the run from, like, the shadowy government operations in a world where people with powers are hunted down. Like, it's stuff we've seen numerous times before in comics and film and TV. But I do think this is a pretty good example of that, you know? Okay. Like, they were a pretty solid cast. The the family unit seems pretty solid, even if the characters are not very well-developed yet. And I think they do a pretty good job of representing the, like, the mutants they have on the show and their, and their powers. Okay. Like, it's obviously... Because they have like they have like Blink on the show, and like mm-hmm. we saw her in X Men: Days of Future Past, and her powers were really cool looking in that oh, film. Yeah. So they're obviously not going to match that, but for like TV budget, it's pretty solid. Okay, yeah, they do they do what they can. They probably also picked people that they're like, yeah, we can do that. We can do that with a TV budget. Yeah, so. they they do have like the more <laughs> simplistic powers. Yeah. So. I, this is one I might keep watching just because it's only a 10-episode first oh, season. Yeah. So, you know, that seems like it will keep the plotting tighter and it will, you know, I'll be able to keep up with it better than the <laughs> right. 22 episode. All right. All right. All right, next pilot. Law and Order, True Crime. It's it's American Crime Story. Just Law and Order. But worse. But Law and Order. But like, they, they have the... So this one's bad, know, huh? The Law and Order fonts and the noises, and they have the banter between the two cops. Is it, and is it Dick Wolf? It is. It is. God. So it's like, okay. it's okay. There's some good performances. There's Who's some good period stuff. You know, like... the. Uh, when were these murders? The nineteen eighties? Late nineteen eighties. Show honestly, oh. <laughs> I didn't even know this was happening. <laughs> Who's in it? But who, who is the? I don't know the who the cast are. Okay, never mind. But 
some of them are pretty solid. But yeah, it's like trying to fit it into the procedural mold while still being a serialized, dramatic recreation of a real event doesn't quite work. No. Well, at least they tried. Alright, next up. Kevin probably saves the world. I saw an ad for this. I don't know what this is. How did this get made? Is it horrible? (laughs) It's like both weirdly, like really horrible and not that bad. Basically, its premise is absolutely terrible. Its execution of that premise is passable. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so what's the premise? Because I didn't really quite get it from the ad. The premise is basically there's this person named Kevin Mm -hmm. who's like, you know, the typical sad adult who like lost their job and has Mm -hmm. moved back with their family, learn how to be an adult now and stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's these meteors that come, they strike Earth, and then Kevin like touches one of these meteors, learns that he is an anointed holy being whose responsibility is to go and find like I forget the exact number, but it's like 31. He has to anoint 31 souls across the planet. So he has to find like holy people and hug them. And then they become these souls that protect humanity. And it's like a mission from God. And he has like this angel that's helping him. And yeah. (laughs) No. I don't understand how this got made. Like, how do you read that premise and be like, yeah, that's a, that's a story I want to tell. <laughs> that's so bad. Okay. All right. So it gets better, though. They fixed it. They, they do it good. They do it okay. Okay, they do it okay. Like, there's, there's some solid acting. The guy who plays Kevin, is he seems like a pretty good lead actor to follow. Okay. And then there's... Seems to be some kind of, like, genuine emotional undercurrent to, like, the whole thing. Like, they they do... There's, like, a sincerity to it, I suppose, is how I would describe right. it. Where it's, like, they're, they're like, they they want to do good. They, they want to be, like, hey, we're bringing some joy and hope into the world. So it's, like, you're trying. I can respect that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, we need some joy in this world nowadays so all right i'll give them a pass even though i won't give their show a pass because i won't give it a watch yep neither will i all right finally real quick one wisdom of the crowd i don't know what this is dear dear network tv please stop your proto-fascist bullcrap. That's, that's... To be clear, all. I thought you were calling me dear for a second. <laughs> I was like, alright. <laughs> like, that was just kind of cool. We're, we're, no, we're not at that. We're not, we're that not there yet? yet? Okay. Give, give it a few more episodes. <laughs> okay. Alright. But yeah, it's, bas- it's basically the show. This big tech executive is like, I'm gonna create this app where everyone across the globe can input data and then we're going to collect all this data and sift through it and we're going to use that to catch criminals and solve crime. 
And so it's, it's a person CBS of interest. Show. What? It's just person of interest. It's person of interest with a refusal to address any of the moral complications <laughs> of its technology. They're just kind of like, yeah, this is cool. Police state. That's. It's fun. Fun. Why, why, why worry about uh, how this technology could go wrong when we can solve crimes within 40 minutes? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so this is a bad, then. Yes. <laughs> For a second, I thought that this was, uh, like, a real show. You know what I mean? Like, this was reality TV. And that's where we're at in this world. <laughs> where I was like, oh, this is a thing that's happening? Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, God. But it wasn't. So, so I'm a little happier now. Oh, and I almost forgot. One more quick pilot. 9JKL. Terrible. I don't even but know what that is. It's the sitcom guy has to move into an apartment that's, like, right next to his parents. It's bad. What channel is that on? CBS. It's a I multi-cam hate you, CBS laugh track with sitcom. all of the fiery <laughs> passion in my heart. <laughs> now we can move on. Unless you give me a TV show one day, and then I love you, CBS. Um. All right, let's move on. Let's just. We're not doing. We're not doing the popcorn this week, ladies. It's been a long episode, and David's not here, so we can't really play a game where Aaron plays against himself. That doesn't really no. doesn't really work. So we're going to move on to the a bad movie of the week. Uh, Aaron, would you like to lead us into yes. this? You're the one who found this movie. Yeah, so this was just a movie. I was looking <laughs> it was on this website. <laughs> what? No. You said this was just a movie. I'm like, yes, it was just a movie. You're right. None of this was, was real. Was it, though? Was it? No. But this was a movie. I was looking at this website, you know, like, what are the most popular movies added to Amazon Prime in, like, the last day? Mm-hmm. And this was at the top of the list. And I, this was not a movie I had heard of before. But this was a movie that, based on title alone, mm. I knew I had to check out. Mm. And that movie is mm. A Haunting in Saginaw, Michigan. Yes. That might not seem like anything to anyone. <laughs> like, okay, why is why that name? Well, little does everyone know that Aaron and I went to high school. In Saginaw, Michigan. So we've got a bit of... We've got a horse in this race. We want to know if it's really haunted. Yeah. Turns out our high school experience was not the... Not the scary part. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? (laughs) Um, yeah, no. So, uh... I don't even know where to start with this. It, it is a... It's a... Documentary... 
lots of see see the quotations I'm making with my clawed hands. I do, because it's like presented as a documentary, but there is literally no way anything in this movie is, is real. <laughs> like I don't think there's any possible way were you were you not convinced by the the photographic evidence and the tape recordings and the uh video footage of various paintings falling and doors opening and it's like they nothing in this movie happens that's so crazy that it couldn't be done with strings you know what i mean like there's obviously right, right. strings attached to doors there's one point in this movie where a door is, like, about to, like, shut, but, like, they didn't pull it hard enough, and you kind of, like, see it, like, stop, and then, like, another one, and then it, like, doesn't shut all the way, and then they do it one more time, and then it shuts. Maybe maybe the ghost just had, like, second thoughts. He's like, do I want to close this door? Maybe I want to do it gently, you know? Yeah. He could just be a hesitant ghost. Let's be clear. Just for, just for clarity's sake, um for this podcast Aaron and I do not believe in ghosts (laughs) so we already have a horse in that race where we're like anything that happens in this movie is but was this film supposed to convince us that it was here's the thing I don't think it's supposed to convince people that ghosts exist I think it is just trying to reaffirm everyone's ideas that who already believe in ghosts. You know what I mean? Right. It's supposed to be like, see, this is all real. You're not crazy. Ghosts do this kind of thing. And it doesn't help that if this was like a real paranormal investigation and all this stuff really was happening, they are wildly inconsistent throughout this entire film. Like... I don't know what's happening. There's that one point. At one point, the ghost says things like, oh, like it says things in like a weird, low, demonic voice or whatever. And the main guy who directed and uh, was the lead investigator and who did Mm -hmm. the score for this movie. Sure, why not? And he edited it. He did everything for this movie. At one point, he says something to the effect of, Oh man, that's not a that's not a friendly ghost. That's that that might be a demon or whatever. Then literally the next night, he sits down at a table and starts just talking, trying to have a conversation with the ghost. He's like, "I don't think you're a bad ghost. I think you just are confused." I'm like, "That's literally the exact opposite of what you said the night before." So, I just I just love where they're always like where they're like introducing the plot, and this woman is like. And so I was digging, and I discovered this weird tool in my backyard, <laughs> and then these ghost things started happening. Why are these ghost things happening? <laughs> also, it's why like they're was continually she like confused about whether the tool has anything to do with it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's like plot point number one, and then like a ghost movie. It's like, oh, I bring something into my house. It's haunted. My house is now haunted. But in this movie, well, I'll be damned. No one can figure it out. <laughs> no one can figure out if there's a ghost in this house because of the duel. 
I don't know. You say stuff now. I'm just... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Oh, we didn't even mention how this, like, 75-minute movie Uh-oh. is, like, just constant replaying of the same footage. Where it's, like, a door will close, and we get that. There's even a big noise mm-hmm. to make sure we get that. But in case you didn't get it, we're going to show it to you at least two more times. Yeah, sometimes three. Like, th- there's one time a door closes, and they zoom in once. Then they zoom in again, and then they zoom in one more time, and there's, like, a circle around the door. It's like, yeah, like, we get what you're trying to show us. Did you think we would miss this huge door slamming in this shot? Like, come on, dude. It's, uh, it's too much. This movie is, like, too much and too little all at once. I don't even know if we can call it a movie. Like, it's technically a movie... But it's like a documentary, but it's like a completely faked documentary. So what does this movie even classify as? I don't know. It's it's like they want to be an episode of Ghost Hunters. Yeah. But also they want to be taking people's movie theater money. Yeah. Also, Ghost Hunters, uh, way more believable than this. I used to watch that show as a kid. That's because they have actual production value and not three strings and two cameras. I think there might only be one camera in this whole movie. I'm not convinced. Okay, one camera, three tape recorders. No, not even three tape recorders. Because the characters split them up. But we only see one on screen at a time. Yeah. They, like, do this thing where they want you to think that it's all happening simultaneously. But number one, that wouldn't make any sense because, I mean, I don't know how ghosts work, but I'm pretty sure they can't be in, like, three places at once. And number two, um, there's no way they bought more than one camera for this. <laughs> like, there's no way. Um, that Yeah, that's how we debunked the entire movie. It's <laughs> that they, can't, <laughs> they couldn't have been filming scenes simultaneously because they only could afford one camera. <laughs> That's it. Uh, ghosts are not real. Uh, we just won that law- lawsuit for uh, Warner Brothers. <laughs> well, did we win it? We won it for the other people. Oh yeah, we w- we won it for the other people. Um. Oh my god. Um. So there's one part in this movie. This is when I like first realized how garbage this was going to be and how faked it would be. Like I thought it was probably just going to be a bunch of people sitting in a room and like trying to like talk to the spirit or whatever and then like them just kind of like like hearing stuff but not really hearing stuff and kind of just being like this is what this says i mean they do that but it's so pronounced and so fake that you know what the thing is saying because it's not a ghost it's a person um and so the first thing that happens is they talk about how the the ghost grabbed the girl's arm or whatever the little girl's arm. And then they're like, oh, look at this handprint on her arm. There's nothing. Clear or proof. It's just her arm. There is no handprint on the arm. <laughs> it's like, are you No, kidding? there's like the little, like, tiny little impression, like the red, kind of redder skin that you'll get when you just hold your hand on someone's arm for like a few I See, I didn't seconds. even see that. I thought it was just like a normal hand. I was like, oh, or a normal arm. I'm like, you guys... Have you ever seen an arm? <laughs> like, that's an arm. Yes, that is. Also, 
one scene when uh, the mom is sending video to her friend who she's trying to prove the ghost or whatever. And this is almost like where I think the filmmakers get a little cocky on this. Is where the door like shuts by itself. Shuts by itself. And the mom's like not reacting how a mom would in this situation. She's like, oh wow, that's that's weird. That's that's really weird. Wow. Huh. Maybe that was the wind. Keeps it on the door. Shuts all the way. Oh wow. That's wild. That's that's really weird. That's wow. I'm like, your daughters are in danger. <laughs> How come you're not freaking out? But then she like, this is where I think they got cocky. She opens the door and like looks around. It's like, no one's here. That's weird. It's like, okay, guys, come on. Like, you think you're real cool with that shot. But how'd, yeah. you, how'd you feel about the, the priest that comes in? Uh, he seemed legit. He seemed... Like he knew his stuff. He's there. Seems like a good guy. <laughs> this is the thing. I, I can't even say too much because I probably have met some of these people in my life. Just in passing. Like I've probably walked past some of these people. And like if I had known they made a garbage film, how would I react? Now, Aaron, I don't know if you saw this, but there are more. I did see that. <laughs> Hoyt Library? Oh, I know Hoyt Library. <laughs> I've been there. There's another one. I don't remember. Like Court Street or something? That's a street in Saginaw. Um, should we watch them? <laughs> should we do I, this? I think we have to at this point. I think we do, too. And should we cover them next week? Not both of them. At least one of them. I mean, it would be your pick next week, technically. So Yeah, I want to. <laughs> so we're going to then... do... Let's do Hoyt Library. I know that place. I, I also want to mention that while watching this, I had a weird flashback to hearing about these movies. Because my mom, whenever she used to drive us to school used to listen to uh, this radio program. Uh, it was like a talk radio program in the morning, which I used to hate, but now I listen to podcasts all the time, so I'm like, it's the same thing. I, I, I don't, kids just hate things. Um, but uh, I was, they had this ghost hunter on, and then he started mm-hmm. talking about his movies. Was it this guy? And I just realized as I was watching it that these were the movies I had heard about as a kid that scared me just hearing about them. (laughs) Because at that time, I'm like deep in it. I'm like, oh yeah, ghosts are real. (laughs) And so now, looking back, I'm like, this is so Now we're conquering those fears. Yeah. It's so funny that like I had heard of these and was, yeah, they used to show. Like, I don't know if you remember the court theater. Um, in Saginaw. Like, vaguely. Yeah, uh, but they, I used to show them, they used to show them there. <laughs> so. So, Hoyt Library. <laughs> Haunting in Hoyt Library. For a moment, I was like, oh, are all of these, do they just go around to different places, or are this, the first thing I thought was that they just used a really generic font, and a ton of companies have used that font. 
Right, me too. But then I saw the same name, Mr. Prozac, and I realized it's not. I think this is like the only one he directed, but he still starred in the other ones. Do you think that makes these next ones better? No, 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 not at all. (laughs) You don't think there's even like a chance that maybe they look a little better, their effects are a little bit better? Maybe just because if they actually shoot on location and not just in some random person's house. Yeah. There's a possibility. This one's much shorter, too. It's only an hour. So this is just an episode of Ghost Hunters. Alright, so next week. Now this is the problem, though, Aaron. There's a lot of these. I feel like we should talk about this now. There's a lot of... No. Yeah, wait, no, you're right. There's uh, A Haunting on Hamilton Street. It's another one. I don't know where that is. <laughs> I've lived in Saginaw my entire life, and I don't know what road that is. That's because everyone avoids it. I guess so. it's too spooky. Um, then there's A Haunting on Potter Street. I don't think this one... It's the same people. I don't think this is in... Oh my god, Aaron, there are so many... There are so many. No, I changed, I changed my mind. I don't want to do the Hoyt Library one now. I want to watch uh, Haunting on Washington Avenue, the Temple Theater. I've been in that theater so many times in my life. And so watching a movie that takes place in that place is going to be a little exciting to me, even though it's going to be horrible. Okay. So we're going to, next week, if you guys want to join us, they're all free on Amazon. So, Are they all? Yeah. Okay, then. Um, we're, we're doing this, I guess. Oh, my God. What have we signed up for? Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to join us, we're going to be watching next week a, wash, or a, a Washington haunt boy. A haunt boy, wash boy, wake at Temple Theater. <laughs> Temple Theater. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hair unfold, haunt boy, haunt Washington. <laughs> Guys. Let's move on. Yeah. It, it just, I just want to make sure the audience knows. It's a haunting on Washington Avenue, the Temple Theater. That's what I'm looking for, and we did it. Okay. Now we're going to move on. To the fault in your stars. Aaron. Yes. Got a real soul-crushing one for you here. Go for it. Okay. Oh, or I do gotta, you want to introduce gotta, the... Yeah. Whoops. Um, <clears throat> I forgot how I run it, lead into this. Um, oh, this is, of course, the segment where we go on to Flix to refine a bad review for a good movie, a good review for a bad movie. We uh, take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to uh, what the movie is. Um, and then we, uh, we read it, have the other people try and guess. This one... Aaron, pull out your earphones. I want to just say a spoiler alert for a movie. Spoiler alert for... Can you hear me? Can you... Aaron, can you hear me? I don't want you to know what movie this is. Can I hear you when I take them out? Yeah, take them out. I can't hear I just you. Didn't want, I just want to give the audience a spoiler alert for a movie, but I don't want you to know. 
spoiler alert for Colossal. So if you haven't seen that yet, don't, you just skip to the end. You're good. All right. Also, you're good, Aaron. Also, just want to point out that uh, I do not hold the views of the person who wrote this review. They're an awful garbage person. And I just want that to be clear right now. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Half a star. This movie is great if you're into being smacked in the head with lesbian slash feminist propaganda. It's basically about the main character who gets kicked out of guy number one's apartment for being a drunken loser, moves back to her hometown where guy number two is nice enough to set her up with a job and furniture. She decides to return the favor by sleeping with his low IQ best friend, guy number three. And surprise, surprise, guy number two turns into a jealous alcoholic nightmare. I wonder why. At any rate, jealous guy number two quickly becomes the villain and symbol for all that is wrong with men, the patriarchy, yada yada, etc. And she alone must <laughs> Yada yada, etc. <laughs> At the end, the two men who tried to help her, plus the low IQ friend that she slept with, ironic that the most useless of the men is who she is attracted to, are all gone symbolizing the riddance of the patriarchy from her drunken life, and she smiles for the first time after meeting what appears to be a lesbian bartender with short hair who is the only one who cares how she feels. Oh, no. <laughs> People are garbage. <laughs> like, I don't know if you knew that. Like, they... They not thought this movie was, like, addressing them... <laughs> That's probably what triggered them so bad. <laughs> they got so upset because they realized the movie was about them. It's colossal. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, spoilers, I gave you a big warning, though. So, come on. Also, that's not really... I mean, they don't say any names, so it's whatever. Um. Also, like, none of that is how it actually happened. No, no. People make me sad, Aaron. Um, this has been episode 73 of Reboot Already Underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. You can find David at DBEX with two S's 15 on Twitter. You can find Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. And this clever blog name is already taken at Tumblr.com. Aaron. Yes. You want to talk a little bit about your thing? Yes, because one, first, as we mentioned earlier, Blade Runner 2049. Yes. That's up. Second thing, though, Night X Came Home, Volume 2. It's coming out still. So we covered now Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 3. Mm. Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. <laughs> I love that one a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of rhyming. I like that one. If you're going to rhyme your title... I'm gonna I'm gonna mock you with some rhymes. Yeah, I like and that. Troll Three. So that's others, it so far. Yeah, I guess that's right. That yeah, that's it. So I'm far. just so excited. I want the next one. I'm 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 teeming with excitement. The next one will probably be out by the time this actually gets out, but I hope so. <laughs> because that would be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was confusing. <laughs> but all right. 
Yeah. The, you the one I'm putting out is the yeah, I got, I got This that, yeah. will not be out by tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tease a little bit about what's going on? What do you mean? Like what the next one is. Next one is the night a zany, zippy zealot came home. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a good one. You guys should read it. But they're it's all really good, good ones. There's... Man, Aaron, I sent you the one line that I thought was just so great. <laughs> it's just, it's really good. It's all really good. Is this your, your sign-off? No. Uh, guys, of course, go on to iTunes, SoundCloud, leave us a review, leave us a comment, leave us a like if you like what we're doing over here. Uh, it's helpful. You can send us an email at rebootartyunderway at gmail.com. Of course, Reboot Already on, on Twitter, Reboot Already Underway on Facebook. Uh, guys, join us next week when David will be back, when we're going to talk a back, a thing a back called Talk Back, to back back. <laughs> I don't I don't know if this is the part where I say the bye bye man or not. Here we go. That's the movie. Join us next week. Okay. <laughs> Alright, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>